Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Off the Book, the podcast. Where we talk all things Y-A-N-A. What's the other Adult. Adult books. Um, I'm Maddie. I'm Beth. Um, and today, as you can probably hear, we are in a different format again. Once again. Um, once again, the United Kingdom is in lockdown. Uh, we magically managed to get two, like we crammed two episodes into one week so that we had like two nice recordings and now we're on Zoom. How fun is this? Um, before we start, if you can hear this, I'm on a very squeaky chair, um, probably the worst decision, but that's all I've got right now. And also there is a rabbit in the room with me. So if you can hear- Evil him, rabbit! Evil rabbit, yep, he is here with me. So... <laughs> I too have a special guest. Her name is Wednesday. She's a cat. Um, she has uh, various forms of anxiety, but she's the cutest little thing you'll ever see. And um, I love her. She might try and type on my laptop. She has just done that. <laughs> so today's um, gonna have to be mega quick because we was meant to record yesterday, but life got in the way. And once again, life is getting in the way today. So mm -hmm. we'll talk about it just over an hour to get through this book which to be fair not a lot happens mm. but also everything happens everything um happens. i will immediately actually wait hold on we know before we get started two questions for you number one how is your mental state number two what are you reading okay um mental state don't have time to be stressed so i'm just dealing with life right now <laughs> um yeah number two I am currently reading, I'm going in between, A Song of Rafe and Ruin, which is okay, I'm not overly impressed with it, and um, From Blood and Ash, and I am obsessed. I'm over two, I'm 250 pages in. Yes. And I didn't mean to read all of that, that's just, I purposely got the bus home today so I could sit and read it. <laughs> I'm so proud, I'm so proud of you. Same back at you, friend. Um, no, what are I, you thought you, mental I, think, <laughs> I thought you were saying same back at you about the whole being proud. And I was like, oh, you're proud of me. Oh. I mean, I am, like, but. <laughs> um, mental state. You know what? It's been a very busy day. So, like, kind of stressful, kind of don't know what I'm doing, but actually, it's all right. The only thing stressing me out is that uh, next week we're doing Crescent City, and I can tell you exactly how many pages in I am. I need to update my Goodreads, but I am 69 pages in. <laughs> no, uh, I'm really I'm, worried you're not going to like it, but it's Sarah J Maas, so I feel like you have to. I'm, I'm reading it, and there are points that I like. The majority, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening, but fair, fair enough. <laughs> I can tell I like, I like characters so far, and now I understand. So for the past few months, Maddie's been texting me every single morning going, light it up, bitch. And I've been like saying it, because like, it's a cool phrase, but now I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I know where it's from. Uh, and we still say it, because friends. Yeah, we started saying it, because I started my intensive for my, my PGCE, and Beth was starting her job at the same time. So every morning would be like, we got this, let's go. <laughs> Light up, bitch. And now at this point, we've just given up all hope. We're just like, <laughs> okay. So, red, white, and royal blue. By, if, you uh, read it, if you haven't read it, I recommend it. Not to yeah. you. 
to people listening. <laughs> Quick spoiler free. Uh, although if you're here, you probably either have already read the book or you want it spoiled. But basically, the first son of the president of the United States. Oh, wait, no, Trump is evicted. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the last time we recorded, we now have the results of who the new president is. Not that he's conceding yet. He's still saying that there's a chance. No, 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 no. no he has. He, he's now turned around and like, yeah, well, Biden won, but it was a rigged election. Oh, it's like, no, nah, I can't wait to see Trump literally dragged out by his hair. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward will, to it. I will personally move him out. I will fly to the US. I'll pay for it all. And <laughs> I will move him out. And I will be chucking things just out windows. Like, oh, no, but it's out. Um, what's making, like, making me die is all of the um like kindergarten teachers on tiktok who are like <laughs> making little videos of how they'd convince trump to get out of the white honestly they make me die they're my favorite thing on tiktok at the moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um i gave this um mm-hmm. five out of five stars same I, I don't normally like contemporaries but for a contemporary this was a five out of five contemporary for me i agree i agree um, sorry, back to the spoiler-free kind of uh, plot. So basically, the first son of the president of the United States, a Democrat president, whoop whoop, uh, like has a thing for the prince of like in the royal family, and it's like how they're like, okay, well, do we, don't we? If we decide to have a relationship, we cannot tell anyone. And mm. I thought it was really, really interesting. Yeah. So let's get this show on the road. There's a lot of um, government stuff that I don't understand in it. But yeah, I'm I was just like, it's fair enough. <laughs> Uh, also actually I found the book the chapters were kind of like not massively long but they were like an okay size so there's actually only 15 chapters in this book is there actually? yeah there's only 15 chapters Oh. Um, unlike next week's book which is 98 <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that that's going to have to be an extra long episode or like I don't even know but yes red white and royal blue Chapter one, there is a secret carving on the White House roof. Not many people know about it. No one knows who did it. They have their theories, but all it says is don't get caught. I love that. My only question is like, I want, like is that fiction or is that true? Like someone's actually been like, oh no, it's a thing. Should I have a look? Yeah, go for a Google. While you do that, we learn that our main character is called Alex Claremont Diaz. Claremont reminds me of Matthew Claremont from um, Thingy and I'm having war flashbacks to like, Matthew Claremont in um, Discovery of Witches. I literally had the same thing. Which a lot of people have been on our social media being like, oh my god, I loved it, what did you think? And I was like, I don't have the heart to tell you that I did not vibe. It was not a vibe for me. I'm still caught up over the fact that you didn't finish it. But look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll make it up to you by reading Crescent City. You're gonna like Crescent City. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm going to actually read Crescent City instead of just Googling it, which I could do. But I'm your friend, and you love the book. Um, We find out Alex's mum is the president of the United States, so the first woman president, and it takes place, so she's the Democrat uh, nominated and voted in just after Obama, and this is the election that they're kind of getting ready to go up to is the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of parallels that we see between reality and the story. It's kind of weird to yeah. read it as like this election was going on. Um, yeah. so Alex is 21, which yes. is his last year of college. 
he has an older sister. I think she's a couple of years older. Yeah, she's um, a few. Her name's June. But I think he calls her Junebug, and I think that's kind of cute. That is really cute. And then they have a friend. Is her name Nora? Nora, yeah. Her, she is the child of the vice president. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, vaguely the same age. She's, they're all best friends, but I think also her, like, Nora and Alex, like, dated or, like, people thought they dated there's like a whole thing but they're yeah, all best friends they did there uh, during the first election like the first yeah it's called and then it was like a one-time thing and then they wind the press up with it afterwards mm-hmm. also um alex and june uh are are they half mexican so like immediately from the get-go we have Yes. Some, like, not completely white characters. So mm-hmm. is Nora. She, uh, Nora's not white. And I thought that, again, like, the three three of the leading characters. Yeah. That was... in a, I was like, that's nice. Yeah, it was. The kind of books that we would have to read. Um, I immediately, my notes go straight to, uh, it's the royal wedding that they were all invited to. And, like, at this point, we know that Alex is like, oh, God, Prince Henry, hate him. Such a bore. No, don't like him. Not for me. <laughs> not for me, too. Um, Prince Henry, obviously, it's a royal wedding, so he's there, and um, his brother's getting married. His older brother, his older brother Philip. Um, Alex gets a little bit drunk at the wedding and walks over to Henry. They kind of have like an argument, and there's an instant where like Henry turns away. Alex tries to pull him. They both tumble into the wedding cake, and it's an absolute PR disaster. I love that part. I don't Mm. know why. It's just like I struggled I was like I would be that idiot that would fall into a wedding cake at <laughs> such a big event I mean, and I, I think that's why I liked it why because I would fall into it or because yeah, you would fall into it you know I would I trip yeah. up my own feet I'm proud of you mm-hmm. um, the only way oh imagine if it's lightning whoop, whoop. we've got nothing here um Chapter two, basically, they've been told, like, this is a PR disaster. I can't believe you've done this. I can't um, remember what her name is. It's like... Mara. Huh? Who are you talking about? The, uh, the, the kind of main aide, Zara? Yeah. And she, I just like her character. I found her really funny. I like her. I, the, I literally took some whole quotes from her <laughs> at the point. I'm like, yeah, I love you. Oh, yeah. Once um, again, um, I am relying on best notes because my life is a hot mess. Um, <laughs> hopefully next week it should, I should be fine. Um, yeah, so they um, decide that to fix this PR mess, um, Alex is going to have to go for a little trip to the UK. They make it sound like it's just across the, a little lake. <laughs> Just like a little quick trip. Yeah. But like from DC, like how long, I'm going to Google, how long does it take to get from DC to England? Because they're doing like private jets all the time. Yeah. Um, So he gets there, um, he's like ushered into into a car and they, is this where they go to the polo? They go to the stables, right? No. Well, yeah, they kind of, they kind of visit the stable, yeah. um, but basically and then they have like an interview on Good Morning TV, and then and then they Which go to a children's hospital, iconic, and then they go to a children's hospital and do like an appearance there. Um, and like Henry kind of disappears, and Alex is like, 
I've come here to hang out with him. Where is this guy? And he can watch him like uh, like away from the cameras talking to this little girl like in depth about Star Wars and Alex is like, oh, he's not the jackass that I thought he was. Not gonna lie, I know nothing about Star Wars, Chief. All I know is that I look like that girl in one of the remakes. Yes, I, I know exactly who you mean. You look a bit like Daisy Ridley. That's the one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had like, um, a potential crisis in first year because someone showed me a picture and I was like, <laughs> excuse <obviously>. me. <laughs> um, while they're at the hospital, they think that there's a shooting um, which in the end, it's like a misunderstanding, but the security guards like hopped onto it and are like, quick, Alex, Henry, get in a broom cupboard. So I'm now just realizing how Americanized this was because we would not have a yeah. shooting in the UK. Yeah. I'm sad that like, a shooting in England. I mean, I know that th- there is a rare thing where they happen. Yeah, but, but not I just, like, often. Yeah. I'm not but in a like, hospital. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, before Alex leaves, after their kind of like whirlwind weekend, um, he gives Henry his number and is joking like, uh, no booty calls. And I'm like, dude, y'all are going to have a lot more than a few booty calls. Like, I know where this plot is going. <laughs> um, chapter three. So the fake friendship is going well. The public are absolutely eating up. They're even writing fan fiction. I and love I that person writing fan fiction. Wait, what? I, th- I would have been that person, either A, writing or B, reading this fanfiction. <laughs> well, I texted Mandy one of my thoughts because I, deadass, if I was famous and somebody wrote fanfiction about me, I would read it start to end. Uh-huh. Like, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I would be so flattered. Uh, I would also die if someone made a fan cam of me. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation and then we decided that we're going to make like trailers or like fan cams for each other just because we can. Just because we can. Can't publish them anywhere. Well, yours can go somewhere. Mine can't. I'm just going to put it on my Instagram story. Everyone's going to be like, what is this? I was thinking about TikTok, but... Oh, true. (laughs) Um, Just post it to your private Facebook page. (laughs) So all of my family watch and go, um, Um, Alex goes to visit uh, Senator Raphael Luna. Uh, they're friends at this point in the book. He's an openly, I think, gay Latino senator. Um, and he's like an independent from Colorado, which I don't know what that means. Because I, I think it's like, a, it's like a third party, but they're like independent. <laughs> I honestly I don't know. did not tell you anything. I did learn all about this in history for some reason. Um, but I don't understand. I, that was four or five years ago, so... Let's not even attempt it. <laughs> oh, also, quick note. Um, June is, like, obsessed with um, magazines and articles and, uh, like, social medias that mention the two of them. Like, she, every single day, she basically brings, like, a mountain of magazines and they, like, talk through whether they're in them or not. Yeah. Um, in the kind of conversation with Luna... He just turns around and is like, I won the office pool for how long it was going to take you to cause an international incident. And honestly, I found that so funny. What kind of person do you have to be to have an office pool made for you like that? What's an icon? And then I realized, <laughs> oh, I think I might be that person. <laughs> I don't think you are, though. You're very organized. I am. But at the same time, you've met me. You know I what I'm like in a weird mood. <laughs> I feel like I would definitely be that person. 
I feel like we both will be. We'll compromise. Okay, we'll compromise. Um, we know that the Richards family are most li- are most likely going to be the Republican candidate running against his mum. And then Alex and Henry are texting each other um, and they're kind of beginning to relax around each other. Chapter four. I just loved... I don't understand why he did this, but it's Thanksgiving and apparently they have turkey stay in a hotel and Alex is like, nah, they're going to stay with me. I was was so confused about this section. Do they just like pardon turkeys every single year? Is that what... Is that a thing? I think it is. (laughs) Because America is like a hotel. Why are they in a hotel? Why are the two turkeys treated better than like I would ever be? <laughs> Those turkeys are probably in like a in like the best room in like a penthouse suite. Literally. And then they're just in the White House casually, because why not? And Alex is like, I regret offering my room. And he calls her oh, because he's This is where they have the phone call and it's really cute. And, and Alex is like, they're going to kill me. And Henry's like, oh, yes, the terrifying sound of turkeys. And it's the whole thing where he's like, well, you know what? To, to show them you're in charge, you need to, like, gobble at them. And what was it? Like, he's, like, saying, okay, you go down, you get really close, like, up, up to its face, da, 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 and, like, you buy this expensive item. And Alex is like, you're pranking me. And I was like, of course he is. He told you to get face-to-face with a turkey. <laughs> um, oh, this is... Um... Christmas, isn't it? So uh, Alex's no. mum and dad, they are divorced. His mum has remarried. Can't remember his name, not gonna lie. I think um, his name is Leo. That's it. That the name Leo is everywhere at the moment. It's a wonderful name. Mm-hmm. Um, but his dad comes and has Christmas with them. Mm. Um, they get into an his mum and his dad get into an argument, something about his mum's campaign. I can't yeah. remember the the details but Alex loses it I don't blame yeah. him I think June starts to lose it and Alex is the one that's like no I'm done and he just like walks out and then mm-hmm. he calls Henry which I thought was sweet mm-hmm. but at the same time it's because as well he realizes he's quite lonely because he's got June and Nora but like they're always together there's a boy called Liam that he used to be friends with but also we learned he kind of like had a bit of a thing with that wasn't a thing and he's like oh well, we don't talk anymore so Henry's the only person. And again, that's important because like by the end of the book, that's completely changed and it makes me so happy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so the iconic trio, Nora, June, Alex, they have a little New Year's party. I'm guessing they have it every single year yeah. um, where they invite like, I'm going to say B-list celebrities. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to say A-list celebrities. Um, younger politicians, all of that sort of stuff. Um, Henry and his friend are invited. What is his name? Pez. Like the, like the candy, Pez. Yeah, his name's Pez. I think it's like Percy or something, but they all call him Pez. Okay. Um, and... Alex is like, why? Who invited him? Who added him to the list? And I think uh, June and Nora are like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, you know, he, it's fine. He can be here as long as I don't have to babysit him all night. The event arrives and Alex spends the whole evening just following Henry around. Getting more and more drunk. Mm. Um, 
Midnight hits and Alex kisses Nora. I think just because out of habit. Yeah, it was like a it was a platonic thing. Like they're super yeah. close now. Like, yeah, we've kissed before. We could do it again. Yeah. But Henry, like, oh, Henry's hearing Heather by Conan Gray playing in his head, <laughs> and he just disappears. He he pieces out. Yeah, he really does. He does. Um. So then Alex goes and finds him. He sat outside in the snow. Because why not? Romance. Uh, right, yeah. Um, my brain's not working. Oh my God. <laughs> um, he goes out, he finds him. Um, they talk for a little bit and then Henry kisses Alex. And then Henry run, runs away like Cinderella when the, like, you know, Literally the Literally runs away, jumps on a private jet, goes back to England. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just sitting there going, oh shit. <laughs> Uh, chapter five uh, Alex literally cannot stop thinking about the kiss he's like we, I think we see like a whole thing about like how he's like oh this is what I'm doing da, 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 da. Um, and he's just like I'm doing all these things and I still can't stop thinking about that stupid kiss <laughs> mm-hmm. and we know he's kind of coming to the end of his like final year of college and he's adamant he's like I want to start working on like my mum's like re-election campaign now um, and they're all like, Chief, are you sure? Chief, are you sure? Is that what you just said? <laughs> Chief, are you sure? Are you, are you sure about that? Um, so Alex uh, kind of tells Nora and he is basically like, uh, he just kind of is like, I think I'm bisexual. I don't really know about Henry. And Nora's like, he is 100% gay. She's like, I know. I know, like, she's like, my thing is, like, working out the maths and the probability and, like, every outcome, mm-hmm. he is, I can tell you for certain. And he's like, okay. <laughs> um, we also know that Henry's been, like, completely ghosting Alex. Like, no texts, no phone calls. Um, Absolutely nothing. Radio silence. He literally got on that plane and yeeted himself back to England. Yeah. And that was <laughs> Still thinking of Conan Gray's Heather, just on the whole flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then June, with her magazine obsession, is like, oh, you're here's a new magazine. You're on page 13. Oh, your best friend is on page 30. And Alex opens it up. And Henry's been on a date. There are three photos of him with this girl. Two of them are kind of, like, fine. And then one of them is of him kissing this girl. And Alex is like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me. Now he's listening to Heather on repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The roles have swapped, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he then actually calls his old friend Liam and is like, I, like, dude, I'm questioning my sexuality. And Liam's like, I'm out to brunch with my boyfriend. Can you leave me alone? Because <laughs> uh, I think things didn't really end well for them. But he basically is like, look, if you're wondering what, if, if us kind of kissing, does that make us gay? I don't know. But I know that I am very gay. And I know that, you know, you and I enjoyed our time together. If that gives you any clarity, cool. If it doesn't, I can't help. Now leave me my boyfriend. And Alex is like, oh, okay, thank you. Um, I'm sorry. Like, and he's just, like, he's just like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I feel like as well, he was like, I'm now going to have to go and explain this conversation to my boyfriend. Why? Why are you just... <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, so there is a state dinner. Um, don't know what that means, but there's lots of important people there. And for some reason, Henry's there. Don't know why. Is that a regular occurrence? So they have like state dinners when there's like foreign diplomats and dignitaries. So I think it's like a big state dinner to be like, oh, look at all of us holding hands, being wonderful, united the world. 
Um, and Henry's invited because he's a young monarch. Although you would think it would be Philip, who is first in line to the throne, who'd be going to these events. But I don't know. I was thinking, but maybe Philip was busy, doesn't he? He's, he might have been serving. He's busy with a stick up his ass being a duke. Yeah, but also he's in the military, so he might have, um, yeah. But um, we meet Philip later and he's not a nice guy, so that's why I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry's oh, yeah. ignoring- basically ignoring Alex at this point, still. You're in the same room, mate. I don't think you can really afford to ignore him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex then goes to Amy, who is one of the like Secret Service, who kind of like looks yeah. after... There's Amy and the other guy, I can't remember his name. Ash. Huh? His name's his name's Cash. Yeah. Cash Money. <laughs> so Cash is normally with like um Alex and then Amy's normally I thought I don't know. She's Amy's normally like always on the plane. Yeah. Um yeah. but he goes to Amy and she he's like, Look, I need to be I need to get Henry alone for five minutes. And at first she's like, that's not happening, Chief. He is the Prince of England, like Prince of Wales. That's not happening. And then eventually she gives him. Um, your turn. Yeah, she gives him. But she also, she's also like, you're not going to murder him, are you? And he's like, I hope not. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and they, like at this point as well, June has been in on the plan and like, Alex sent June to kind of talk to Henry and be like, oh, look, I'm distracting. And now my brother's here. You can go with him. And like Alex basically drags Henry into the room. And I can't remember what it is because Henry's like, what on earth do you think you're doing? And I remember very distinctly Alex going, shut, you know, like, oh my God, shut up, shut all the way, hell way up. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is that wording? I, I love it. I'm also uncomfortable. And then they kiss. Uh, this kiss scene reminded me that I am single and it just broke my heart a little bit. Um, but also they're kissing in... And like, cause the room's about to be open to the public. So they're like, we really don't have a lot of time. And they're kissing and he pushes him against the wall. And there's a, um, there's a painting of Alexander Hamilton, which is, I think, I think it's mentioned that that's who Alex is named after, uh-huh. but also there's a reference later on about how like Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence, you know, nudge, nudge, win, win, <laughs> which I loved that reference. I mean, I only understood any of it because of um, the musical. <laughs> um, Amy's like, okay, guys, your time is up. And the thing that I was howling, because Henry has a boner, and to calm himself down, he has to sing God Save the Queen. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't. I I like, and Alex is like, I'm not going to look down, but the fact that you have to sing that song is hilarious. <laughs> They're basically then, like, later, like, look, we're going we're gonna to meet in my room, and we'll see what happens. And it's a few hours later and Henry arrives and Alex is like, oh, you found it okay? And he's like, yeah, there was a PPO called Amy who like led me here. And Alex is there like, oh, Amy, you know me. You know what I was thinking, <laughs> like who I wanted to see. And I just loved that. Like Amy's like, she won't say anything, but she's got his back. And I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Amy been new. She been new. She been new. Your turn, friend. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know where we are, Chief. So basically they hook up. They don't do all the things, but they do some things. And they're like, oh wow. So this is a thing, right? Are we gonna like be a Yeah, and then Alex has basically basically kicks Henry out of his room. He's like, Chief, you gotta go. Yeah. But also there's a bit where um 
things are happening. And uh, Alex is, there's just a line here where Alex, uh, Alex makes a mental note to figure out which shadowy gay noble taught Henry all this and send the man a fruit basket. <laughs> and my comment is just, I howl. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just, I found that so funny. Um, it's two weeks later. And Henry's like, hey, Alex, I'm playing a polo match. I'm going to look great in my polo uniform. And Alex is like, say less. I'm there. Um, and then just jumps on a private plane. Mm-hmm. No, they're in America this time, right? Yeah, I think it's in Connecticut. Yep. But again, just jumps on that private plane and just flies wherever he wants to go. Um, and then they they go and they kind of like live up to the whole like, oh, look at us in public with the paparazzi. We're best friends. And then they go to attack room and do the woohoo. Mm-hmm. And then they're emailing about like another charity event in Paris. And Henry's like, oh, I've got to, you know, be a member of the royal family and do this event in Germany. And Alex is like, hmm, but I'm going to be in Paris. And Henry's like, well, looks like I'm coming to Paris. <laughs> um, okay, chapter seven. I love that backwards and forwards. I got lost. I'm not going to lie. Where we were, what country we were in, what event we're going to. I didn't know either. <laughs> but I vaguely got it. And I was like, okay, we're moving around. I'm loving it. They're tra- <laughs> this is the most travel I've done this year. So yeah. I'm here for it. Um... So they then go to New York, they're celebrating Alex's birthday. Um, I don't know what part this is. Is this um, in the hotel? Uh, which one? There's lots of hotels in this book. <laughs> the one where... Um, no, it's not. It's not this far. Yeah. Um, we learn at this point that Henry goes to like bouts of depression and like Alex immediately is like, but it doesn't matter because I care about him regardless. Mm-hmm. I care about him in the good and the bad, which I was like, oh. Um, after they met up in New York to celebrate Alex's birthday, he walks into a meeting late and Zara's like, is that a hickey? Oh, Are yeah. Because she's just like, I am not here for this, like, teenage horny bullshit. I'm helping your mother get re-elected. <laughs> I need to deal with your personal life. She says as well, she's like, oh, is she on the list of pre-approved girls? <laughs> I yeah, I was like, Oh my day. Oh my god. Um, Henry's kind of been like in a really, really bad place though. And he and Alex are on the phone and Henry's like, I don't really want to open up and when well, no, Henry doesn't want to open up and Alex is like, Come on, Nina, I've got your back. And we find out that um yeah. so Henry has a prince a sister called B uh-huh. and she had a drug problem, went to rehab, did you know, did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um but somebody snuck it because the news had been leaked to the press and somebody snuck, I don't know how, but somebody snuck onto the grounds of Kensington and spray painted Powder Princess onto an official car. <laughs> but it is, and I don't want to say the, you know, the writing is wonderful, but it is Kensington. It is Kensington. I think that would be quite hard to do. I sound I so hot. But also... She's American, right? In this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think this is also where we learn about Henry's dad. Mm-hmm. His dad died of cancer when he was younger, um, which is kind of what like tipped B over the edge with the drugs because she was going to uni to study music or something. It was all influenced by by their dad. Um, mm-hmm. So when they lost him, they like tip their world upside down 
Um, do we also learn about his mum here? She kind of like shut off. Yeah. So in theory, they kind of lost two parents. Like one died, yeah. the other one just completely shut off from the world. She wasn't in a good I hate. I do this every single time, but you know what that sounds like? The Hunger Games. <laughs> Losing one parent and then the other one kind of becoming... I don't want to say disassociated, but she's just kind of like, she's kind of hiding within herself because she doesn't know what to do without that, you know, the love of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, you know, she comes back and we, yeah. we like her. She's called we like her. She, she's good at the end. Um, Alex also opens up and talks about Liam because they're both like, by the way, we haven't slept with anyone else since we've seen each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... Alex is working on three main campaign files. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's supposed to have dinner with June, but he misses it because he's really busy and June gets angry with him. Um, she opens up and reveals that she's... Reveals two things. Firstly, that she kind of resents him for how similar he is to their mum. And secondly, she knows that Alex and Henry are, like, together. Um, and that... Um, she's mad because he didn't tell her right that's what's happened yeah she's okay. upset that she's also upset that nora was told before she was and she's like like was it something i did is it that you don't trust me or was it like just it came, like you came out to her first mm-hmm. and alex is like i just didn't know how to tell you and when i don't even understand yeah and now we have a list of people who know so obviously alex and henry nora june Pez found out, Cash, Amy, and Hen, actually, we didn't mention him, but Henry's kind of, like, top person is called Sean, Sean? Um, do you know who I pictured him as? Who? You know the guy off of, um, Bly Manor? Yes! Yeah. Well, that's, I imagine Zara is Hannah Gross from Bly Manor. Mental. <laughs> mental. Mental illness, innit? Spoiler alert. They get to go. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, there's a bit, uh, so it's Alex's graduation and they're celebrating and there's like a big party and like they're celebrating Alex and then like there's a press release and we know that like Richards is the confirmed Republican candidate and everyone's like, well, we've celebrated Alex, now it's back to the campaign. Mm-hmm. But he's actually like had like an hour or two of celebration about him. And that makes me sad. Also, rem- sad reminder for me and Maddie, we were meant to graduate this week. I forgot about that. You didn't need to Sorry. remind me. That was meant to be tomorrow. Tomorrow? I thought it was meant to be Thursday. What day is it? Tuesday? Gee, this is the third time I've done this today. <laughs> I went into I, I messaged you didn't I this morning I went into my lesson this morning thinking that I was teaching I wasn't mm-hmm. teaching chief I had the wrong day <laughs> like, I'm so proud of you I walked in and one of the other teachers was like are you just observing this lesson and I was like absolutely yes I am <laughs> um, where are we uh it's Alex overhears Raphael Luna talking about something with his dad, as in Alex's dad, whose name is Oscar, just for future reference. And Alex's mum is called Ellen. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get this part. Even towards the end, I didn't understand what the... Okay, we'll, I'll unpack that when we get to that bit. Because we do find out what happens in this conversation. I understand what happens, but I didn't know that 
Alex's dad knew anyway, right? Because <laughs> we've got 35 minutes, right? Okay, we're going to speed up. So um, there's going to be a LA fundraiser. Pez and Henry are going to be there. I just love the fact that Pez got them all matching kimonos and Alex is just as Ho Dameron. <laughs> Henry's is Prince Buttercup. I love that. Oh, um, this is the karaoke. Yeah, I and like uh, Henry's it. doing Don't Stop Me Now. There's a little woohoo action in the bathroom. <laughs> Um, they all go back to the hotel rooms and Alex and Henry share Nora and June are sharing but Pez is sleeping in the same room but in the bath and B is like I'm sleeping on my own you can all be like weird mm -hmm. and then this is where like Alex and Henry have sex for the first time because Henry's like look he's kind of joking he's like oh, I want to make it the best orgasm of your life should I talk about the American tax reform will that you know do it for you and then actually he's like wait hold on I think I know what to do. Um, the next day, everyone is hungover except B, who actually got a good night's sleep. And the thing that made just me really happy is Cash, the PPO, is like, so are you guys a gang now? And I was like, oh, they are like a little group. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, um, yeah. when they all like walked out of the hotel rooms and stuff in the morning, um, June had some of like Nora's lipstick on her mm -hmm. so don't know what went on in that hotel room but no um, can see what we're doing right now <laughs> <laughs> we just look like idiots to each other because we're on zoom <laughs> um chapter eight there are lots of emails going back and forth um dc pride occurs and this is where i started texting maddie because i was like this reminds me of like this year's election because there's an article in the book and the title is texas 2020 the battleground state which literally like i think texas was one that this year was surprisingly close to turning blue which surprised mm -hmm. a lot of people obviously it stayed red but it was like quite close mm -hmm. well i say that i might be completely wrong but i know that there was a chance of it turning blue and that's what shocked a lot of people because it's Texas. Mm. <laughs> um, Alex gets invited to Wimbledon and he's like, hell yeah. Uh, and he sits with B and Henry, but Philip, the third sibling, appears and is an asshole. Da, da, da. Um, so Henry gets pissed off just with Philip because he's an asshole. Disappears. Um, Alex goes to find him and, you know, mm -hmm. get on. But again, the quote that I just love is like, and Henry's like, look, we're going to do this right now. And Alex is just like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Just so we're clear, we are about to have sex in a storage closet to spite your family. That's what's going on? Awesome. I fucking love doing things out of spite. I love Alex so much. Just with that, I fucking love doing things out of spite. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. Um, that was my hip popping, but because I know people are going to hear that. <laughs> I heard that, and I'm uncomfortable <laughs> on your behalf. Um, so where are we? So they go. They Alex go goes back to DC. Um, we find out that Zara has a mystery boyfriend. We don't know who. I at this point, in my in head. Sorry, you go. Sorry, in my head, I was like, it's going to be that guy from England. It definitely is going to be. I had absolutely no idea. Did you not? No, um, um, I I can't believe 
I cannot believe that they dated and Sean didn't mention a damn thing about how many times Alex was visiting. I can't believe it. Yeah, I guess. It kind of sucks. Then to she me. must have known, but they were like official. But she, but she didn't. No, then, but she oh, must have known that Alex was going to these events. She must have. They were like um, publicising events, effectively, is what they were. Yeah. Um, well, well, we'll get on to that in a minute. Because so obviously we find out she's got a boyfriend. We also find out the shocking thing is that uh, Richards, the Republican candidate, he announces that Raphael Luna is going to be his vice president, I think. And that's shocking because Alex's family have like supported Raphael Luna and like helped him get to where he is. So they're mm -hmm. in shock. Yeah. Um, Alex goes, they're in a hotel. Of course they're in a hotel. They're always in the hotel. Um, he goes down to the bar to have a drink. Surprise, Henry's there. <laughs> because why not? Where is he meant to be at this point? Apparently not in England. He's just like roaming around the world. Um, oh, it's his gap year. Oh, yeah, that is actually true. Um, so, you know, get on again. And in the morning, Zara bursts into the room because Alex has overslept. <laughs> um, doesn't Henry try to like hide in the... In the closet. <laughs> and again, Zara's like, you've done it again. Who is this girl? Henry pops out. And Alex is just as like, please don't tell my mum. And Zara's response is, you literally, are, you're literally putting your dick in the leader of a foreign state who is a man at the biggest political event before the election in a hotel full of reporters, in a city full of cameras, in a race, close enough to fucking hinge on some bullshit. And you're asking me not to tell the president. <laughs> and Alex is like, yep. <laughs> And again, I was just sat here like, I love Zara. I love Alex. Mm -hmm. I love them all. Doesn't she like give him an ultimatum? She's like, you need to tell. You need to. I won't tell her, but you need to tell your mum. Like right yeah, now. Like, it's like after this event, you're telling her. Mm -hmm. um, Which I prepared. <laughs> so, chapter nine. Mm -hmm. He goes and tells his mum and she's like absolutely cool with it. Except... Um, we found out she does this thing where anything big happens and she, she makes a PowerPoint presentation about it. Um, mm -hmm. She's fine with him being bisexual, but when he's like, oh, it's Henry, she's like, yeah. hmm, okay, hold on, I've got to quickly go do something. And before she's even left the room, he gets a text saying, calendar event from mum, 2pm, West Wing, first floor, international ethics and sexual identity debrief. <laughs> made a slideshow with some great names. Would you like to read the titles or the quotes? I'm giving you the choice. Um, I'll read the quotes. Okay, because we put the title of the slide and then what Alex is thinking. <laughs> Sexual experimentation with foreign monarchs, a grey area. Alex wonders if it's too late to swan dive off the roof. Exploring your sexuality, healthy, but does it have to be with the Prince of England? <laughs> Um, Alex actively wishes for the sweet release of death. Federal funding, travel expenses, booty calls, and you. <laughs> it's agonizing, but eventually it's over and he doesn't die, which is something. <laughs> I was dying reading this whole bit. I found it mm -hmm. so funny. Same. Um, so this is where the emails start, right? 
Oh, they've been going on for a while. But okay. I just got excited because they referenced John Lawrence and Alexander Hamilton, who obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, Alexander Hamilton is one of the founding fathers. No. Is he a founding is he a founding father? I'm going by the Hamilton lyrics. Every other founding forer gets to grow old, every other founding father's story gets hold. And he was there for basically the start of America. So I'm assuming maybe sure. we don't learn anything about this at school. But he definitely was part of the big stuff. Um and there. John Lawrence Yeah, and John Lawrence was a friend, but like his letters to John Lawrence were just as romantic as the ones to his wife, if not more so. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, Alex, Nora and June are going to their dad's house in Texas for a weekend and Henry joins them. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's like a thing they do every year and I thought that was super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alex doesn't have to come out to his dad. His dad just kind of like knows. And he's like, hey, look, he's a, be- a lot better than half the girls you brought back here. So I can't really complain. <laughs> he's also like, don't, you shouldn't worry about it. Like, dude, I'm, I'm the senator that brought, intru- like, I introduced gender neutral bathrooms in California. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> um, oh, and he's also like, but no one can ever top Nora. Nora's my favorite. Like, I, don't know, I don't know how she got like, no, it's so royalty. Huh? Even though he's like, Nora's my favourite. Even though you are dating a literal royal. I love Nora. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so Alex has now realised that he thinks he's in love with Henry. Um, he tries to he- tell he- Henry this, but Henry's like not having none of it. He doesn't want to hear this conversation. He like ducks under the water, he swims off. He's like complaining about the mosquitoes. <laughs> anything you could possibly do not to have this conversation um and then he goes to bed and literally he again yeets himself out of that situation he's jumped on a plane again he's disappeared <laughs> mm-hmm. chapter mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. um alex is absolutely losing his mind because henry's ignoring him he smashes his phone yeah um, he finds the kimono from LA and actually in his pocket's a note from Henry inspired by Thisbe and Pyramus or Pyramus and Thisbe, I don't know the order. And it's basically about their whole love story being like shared through this tiny crack in the wall and they kind of, it's like deep and moving. And Alex is like, cash, screw this, we're going to London. And I don't know how they're just allowed onto Kensington grounds, just, just allowed. And Shana's like, none of the members of the royal family are going to let you in. You've not been invited. And Alex is like, that's fine because I'm just going to scream. <laughs> And eventually Henry is like, for fuck's sake, what are you doing? Because mm-hmm. there's Philip's there, isn't it? He? He's like, you need to shut up right now because Philip's in the building and you need to like get inside and be quiet because I'm not dealing with this right now. And then it's the fact that like Henry literally turns around and is like, I'm going to let you say what you need to say so that you can leave. And Alex is like, no, I love you, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to scream it. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Alex can clearly see that like Henry's not well, like he's not been sleeping, he's really been struggling. And I think Henry's in the difficult position because he's like, I like you too, but I'm in the royal family who knows if I can actually ever really act on how I'm feeling mm-hmm. if it's not in private. Because I think when Alex was trying to confess his love, he was like, Well, look, after my mum's re election has gone through, then I can be more open about it. And Henry's like, Good for you. I'm always in the same position. I could become you know, King, Mm -hmm. this is all going to have such a massive impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Where did my notes go? Um, they they kind of had this conversation where they're both like, we're in love with each other, but we don't know what's going to happen. They have sex, and this time it's really, really slow because Alex is like, I want to remember literally everything because we don't know if it's the last time. And I'm not going to lie, there was an element of that that made me sad because like when you are going through a breakup, you never, you literally never know if it's going to be the last time you're holding their hand or giving them a kiss or just being with them. And it's the kind of fact that they... Almost in that sense, they're lucky because they know that it could be the last time and they're like, we want to remember it. That's it to me. Friend. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> consider my 2020. I feel like I'm allowed <laughs> to go deep and mushy. Um, Alex wakes up alone and he's like, okay, has Henry made his decision but also left me asleep in the palace? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a little line that just made my heart go oof. Um, Henry, Henry's, well, this is the description. Henry's room had never felt much like Henry, but in the quiet of the morning, he shows up in pieces and he just lists all the things in this big kind of like fancy room that actually is Henry. So it's like oversized cardigans, piles of jumpers, a magazine from Paris that is from the weekend that they were there. Mm-hmm. And then Henry comes back and he's like, I had to go for a run. I'm back. I've got you tea and coffee. And he just turns around and goes, Before you, I was all right letting everything happen to me because I honestly didn't think I deserved to choose, but you treat me like I do. And they're like, Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna try this. And they're like, and Alex is just like, Okay, I'm into making history. And I, I loved love it. That quote. I love that. Um um, oh, they go to the Victorian Albert Museum. Mm. Um, they basically just sneak in in the middle of the night because he's a prince and he can do whatever he wants. Um, they just like, gave him the key and they're like, it, go for it. <laughs> if you want to steal, you can. Um, they have a little dance in the middle of the Victorian Albert mu- Museum. Mm. Um, and then... Sorry, really random thing I remembered that comes up every now and then in the book is that so Henry obviously there's like the money from the crown that he can take, but there's also like the money from his dad from when his dad passed oh, away. Yeah. And Henry's actively like the money from the crown is from you know centuries of genocide. When they're in the Victorian Albert Museum, he's talking about um how everything is stolen and he and he's there like you know we should we should return these but i've been turned down when i've asked um and he's made it really clear that all of his travels and like all of his kind of charity work has been paid for through the money like his inheritance from his dad Mm -hmm. which i just i found interesting yeah same um oh henry gives alex his um signet ring yeah, and he wears, because uh, I don't know if we mentioned, but Alex wears his, like, key to his childhood home on, like, a thing around his neck. So he adds it. He, so he's got the ring and the key. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm out. Um, there's 11. a lot of emails. Um. Mm, there's more emails. B there's is a lot of emails. <laughs> yeah. B is turned to Henry. I feel like 25% of the book is just emails. Literally. Maybe more. Um, um, they talk about whether Henry's going to come out to Philip. He says mm. he's not sure, but B said should be there with him if he decides to. And he also yeah. talks about whether he's going to join the military because it's like a thing for members of the royal family to join the military. I don't know why, because they're not they're not really allowed to do anything because of safety. 
It's the fact that Alex is like, okay, do I need to practice my gazing wistfully out the window, waiting for my lover to return from the war? And my question, did you ever see that meme where it would be like, there's like a whole meme about it. I'll send you that later. Okay. <laughs> but like me waiting for my lover to return from the war. It was a whole time period in like 2010. <laughs> I don't remember that. There's also a moment that, again, made my kind of, the romantic in me kind of melt where Henry kind of is texting him and he's like, I thought if someone like that, oh, because he's talking about like when he first saw Alex and how he knew he was in love and Henry's saying, I thought if someone like that ever loved me, it would set me on fire. And then I was a careless fool and I fell in love with you anyway. When you rang me at truly shocking hours of the night, I loved you. When you kissed me in disgusting public toilets and pouted hotel bars, I don't know what that means, uh, and made me happy in ways that it never occurred to me that a mangled up, locked up person could be happy. I loved you. And then, inexplicably, you had the absolute audacity to love me back. Can you believe it? And I was like... <laughs> what I've got yeah. in my head is... Do men, have the, men just have the audacity? <laughs> and then it's the fact that Alex is like, I'm not as good at prose. I'm just going to write a list of all the things that I love about you. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter 12. Chapter 12. Zara shows up. Uh, she's engaged now. <laughs> I feel like this happened real fast, but also this book goes over a long period of time. So yeah, it goes over like the period of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone has leaked footage of Henry with Alex in the hotel. It was yeah. the it's- one where Zara stormed into the room. That hotel that time. And the footage isn't massively damning. I think they're in like Cash is in the elevator with them, mm-hmm. and like I think you know one of them's got their arm around the other. They're quite close, going into the same room. Yeah. So they're like we can find an angle and june is immediately like i could pretend to date him yeah you're close because you know i'm your sister your best friends mm-hmm. so that's why you guys are close um, i didn't like this plan i'm not gonna lie i understood it but i didn't like it yeah. um i like my comment is just who leaked the damn take if it's luna i will fight it <laughs> um i think Oh, and then they're like, okay, well, if Henry, we'll get Henry to fly over and take some, like, fake date photos with June. And they're like, uh, oh, and when uh, Henry's flying over, Alex refers to Henry as his heart. And I was like, mm-hmm. love. Um, they also decide, I think, they're going to make it seem like Nora and Hen- no, Nora and Alex are dating, just so that they're like, no, everyone's totally straight here. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, but after the date, Henry gets back into the car where Alex is. Um, Alex kisses him um, plot twist I'm just going to say it now because it happens in like the next chapter or at the end of this chapter someone's tape took pictures of them through the windshield I've got to grab my charger and you carry on talking yeah. okay um, Maddie's grabbing her charger um, so okay so Henry also hates the fact that Nora and June are basically being used almost as like gay bids in the scenario. Um, we also know that uh, Henry has now come out to Philip, who didn't take the news well, and the Queen isn't too pleased, but she's like, oh, but you're not dating that June girl. Oh, you have a girlfriend. I'm so happy. Um, Alex is starting to get really anxious about everything now. And politically, everything is getting really difficult because it's the first presidential debate in a few weeks. And also, like, as we all know, 
politicians play dirty. And again, this whole section made me think of Trump and Biden's debate when Trump mentioned um, Biden's son's like drug addiction. And I said that like, oh, I actually got really anxious with this section because I was reading it. And I was like, are we going to see a political debate? And they're going to throw that in there because I actually will fist fight one of these characters. Um, Alex goes to see Raphael Luna and just because he wants to know why Luna is working with Richards and like he manages to come out to Luna without saying he's gay and Luna's like dude why are you telling me this you know I'm working on the campaign against your mum after the meeting we find out that someone has hacked into um Alex's emails and they know and they've released everything they sold it to the Daily Mail um and somebody took the photo of Alex and Henry kissing in the car and Zara practically kicks down Alex's door and that she's like, you're not allowed to communicate. And this is the bit, okay, this is the bit that was making me cry because basically it's like end of this chapter, beginning of the next, because end of chapter 12, beginning of chapter 13, they basically go into like, okay, you're going to see the president. And it made me kind of tear up because his mum's first question was, are you okay? And she's like, I'm a mum to you first before I'm the president. As a president, we'll deal with that later. Are you my child okay? Um, and Henry, you know, Alex is making it clear. He's like, look, I, I feel forever about him and her, and, uh, his mum's just like, okay, cool. Fuck it. I'm standing up for you, whatever. Um, he's then like, they've had lots of crisis meetings and eventually he's sent back to his room at about eight in the morning, like the next morning. And it's the fact that he sees June, who's clearly been bawling her eyes out, his mum, his dad's flown in from LA and his stepdad. And it's at that point he realises he hasn't processed what's happened and he just breaks down and all of his family run and hug him. And that's the, one of the bits where I started crying because it reminded me of, have you seen Love, Simon? Yes. Okay. So I want to read the book um, and it is on my list, but I've, I watched the film and it's that bit. And I, you know, I really want to watch it again. Nick Robinson, what an actor. Um, but it's the bit where... So obviously someone outed him because of his, like through his emails. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that he's kind of having that breakdown is like, I, you know, it's my sexuality. I decide when I come out, I decide who knows. I'm meant to decide like when and how it happens. And you took that away from me. Yeah. And like that was literally was the first thing I was thinking of in that scene because they like, Alex and Henry thought, you know, we'll come out when we have the time, when we feel comfortable. And that's been completely taken away from them. And it absolutely wrecked me. Mm -hmm. I was falling. I cried a lot. Um, I don't know where we are. <laughs> um, Zara bursts into his room. He sleeps. Um, Zara bursts into his room and she's like, pack a bag, we're going to London. Surprise, we're jumping on another plane. Um, I don't know if this is on the plane or when they land. Um, on, the on the plane Zara literally like rings Sean and she's like just so you know we're showing up and I'm expecting you to let us in oh I think they're ringing them at first and nobody's answering and then Zara rings his private like his mobile number yeah. he's like listen you are going to let us in like we need to speak to you we need to get this thing figured out um, mm. and then they're all just looking at her like why don't you just call this private number first and then they're all like Oh, <laughs> oh, that's your fiance. Yeah, put two and two together, yeah. and she's like, "Look, we promised we would never call each other on our private number if it was work related. So that's why I didn't yeah. do it first. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, she, Zara's like, now she's like, I know that Henry's there. Put him on the fucking phone right now. And she hands the phone to Alex. And they're just both like, I love you, I love you, I hope you're okay. And they're like, look, we're we're in love, we want to go public. And then afterwards, there's a moment, because obviously Zara's always kind of like, very like, on it, I'm a businesswoman, da 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 But she does turn around and go, I am rooting for you. And Alex mm-hmm. is like, oh my God, are we friends? And she's like, shut the fuck up. I am on like <laughs> one hour of sleep, one coffee and one pretzel. If you even breathe in my direction, I will eviscerate you. <laughs> Again, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Philip bursts in and is a douche. And Henry like stands up and he makes this really great speech about how he's like, it is ridiculous that the royal family, this is where they're drawing their line, not at the imperialism, not at the racism or the murder or the raping or the pillaging, but homosexuality. You know what? Screw it. If this is the line, I'm abdicating it. Alex just slightly goes, for what it's worth, that is the bravest son of a bitch <laughs> I've ever met. And I just loved it. Um, so the next day they have like a crisis meeting with the queen. Um, his mum's there, right? Yeah. And like B had gone to speak to the mum. That's why Philip was able to burst in because B had been keeping Philip at bay. Mm-hmm. But she went to see her mum, whose name is Catherine, to kind of explain and be like, you, you've been absent for far too long. You need to stand up for your son, which yeah. is why she's so like amped into this next conversation, which is nice. Mm. Also, I was interested because I was like, is this like a fictional part of the, our actual royal family or have they created their own royal family based on the concept of the royal family? And I think we kind of got it here because they're having a child called Prince Philip. And I was like, no, no, yeah. Actual Philip? <laughs> it's Queen Elizabeth. But when she comes in, they're like, oh, it's Queen Mary. And I was like, cool, mm-hmm. fictional. Got it. I feel like they had to. I feel like they yeah. have been a lawsuit. Oh, also, the way they described how his mum's dressed, she's in, like, mum jeans and she's got a book tucked into her back pocket and she's, like, wearing a job. I just thought, I was like, I like her. <laughs> I was like, you've been absent for, like, ten years, but I rate you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she rocks up and she's like, I've even got a political strategy planned out for this. <laughs> um, and it's but the where fact has that, like, this energy been for years? Where yeah. have you been? <laughs> Literally. But I think as well, there's a moment where she kind of pulls Henry in and is like, look, I love you, you're my baby. And then she kind of looks at Alex and is like, you know, I know how happy you make him and I'm here to fight for you both. Mm-hmm. Just, um, um, so Queen Mary's just a bit of an arsehole about it. Um, she doesn't want um, Henry to come out publicly. Um, and Philip's being abused and B then is just like, everybody shut up. Because they've been having a full-on argument and like, Catherine's really been going at it fighting for Henry mm-hmm. and then like he's like everyone shut up and like the world she shows like uh like there's a headline and she's like the world has decided to support Henry and Alex mm-hmm. and there's like like pro not protests there's like just mass stuff around the world like literally around the world where like they're holding signs and they're cheering for them and then the queen's like don't do it and Catherine's like I'm gonna do it she opens the curtains and outside Buckingham Palace, mm-hmm. there are banners, there are people cheering, and it's such a wonder. And yeah, I was crying again. <laughs> I didn't cry during this book. I bet does that surprise you? No, it doesn't surprise me. Um, Unless I'm like emotionally invested in a character, I ain't crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so. 
Is this where Catherine literally threatens to go to Parliament to tell them secrets about how Philip tries to know about how Queen Mary is starting to lose her memory and is no longer fit to rule? Um, mm -hmm. She's like, you let my son be and let him come out or else. Yeah, uh-huh. Philip tries to like put his own two cents in um, and be accidentally pours tea over him, which I loved. Accidentally. Accidentally. <laughs> You've just put the queen makes the right choice. She does make the right choice. Because they're all like, if you don't, we're putting you in a hut. <laughs> Basically. Um, and then... Oh, there's some fan, there's like some fan art of Henry and Alex as Hun and Leia from Star Wars. Because yeah. it was like a reference in the email, because they were like, if you're Han, I'm Leia, and then mm -hmm. it was really cute. Yeah. That's I don't know why I sang that. Henry's still, um, he stays in England, doesn't he, right? Yeah. Okay. So Alex goes back to the White House. Nobody has seen Nora for a few days. Um, June is like, it's rude. I've been, I tried to go to her house. Nobody would let me in. I've been ringing her. She's not answering my calls. Like, how dare she? Um, so they're having a, a meeting in the Oval Office and suddenly Nora runs in. Um, someone had anonymously sent her an email with proof that the Richards campaign um, that followed Alex? It was the Richard campaign that followed Alex. Oh. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, they planned the whole thing. They followed Alex. They got people, they paid people to pay other people to take pictures and then sell it to the, all that complicated yeah, stuff. Um, it was illegal. It was yeah. They should not yeah, have done that. Just, it was very naughty. Very naughty. And it was all just to ruin Ellen's, like, re-election campaign because mm -hmm. they were like, Hmm, what can we do? Because we're probably going to lose. <laughs> so Nora does some smart snooping, um, figures out who it was, turned plot twist, Raphael Luna. Knew he wasn't a bad guy. Mm. Um, and then they break the news to the press because they're like, we could just do this the dirty way or we can do it the, the legitimate way. Yeah, um, I can't remember who it was, but I, it might have been his dad, actually. It was like, if you can make sure that um like Luna's safe he'll probably back you like he probably mm. did this for a reason um Alex makes a speech and Henry's flown in oh Henry's flown in they have to do like a little press conference in um, the White House mm. Alex makes a speech but Henry's stood there next to him yeah, and um, it made me cry. Surprise! Based the fact that it's a really beautiful speech, talking about him and his love, but like not just the love for his partner, but his love for America. And he's like, "Listen, I am a Texan born and bred. I am an American. I am a patriot." Da, 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 da. And I was like, "That I just thought it was so well done. It was so, mm -hmm. and it was June who's actually really good at the speech writing. So she's written a lot of her mum's speeches. She's written Alex's speeches." Um, the next 24 hours are a blur of images. Amy, one of the PPOs, is seen wearing a history, her shirt, which is one of the things from the emails. And Amy's wife is also seen. I think she's on like Cash's shoulders. She's mm -hmm. wearing like a pansexual flag embroidered on the back of her shirt. Mm -hmm. um, we also see um, like an image of like Richards is like in an interview questioning the president, like what are her motives? And uh, Alex's dad like academically just kind of responds with like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> we don't want your opinions um so then alex goes to see luna um 
Luna reveals that many years ago he interned for Richards. Richards? Richardson. Richards, I, right? I, think, I think it's Richards. I was just tired. <laughs> um, Richards had got him drunk and tried to basically sexually assault him because mm. um, he's a bit of a sleaze. Yeah. And it's um, the thing if he was like, it wasn't about my gender, it was about the power that he could have over me yeah. in that scenario. Because men. <laughs> um, Luna was working for the Richards campaign because he could not handle that that predator was the most would be, would have been the most powerful man in the country. So he joined the campaign to root out all of the abuse and legitimately publicize it. Definitely worked. <laughs> I wonder, does that remind me of anyone who's mm. been in power the past four years? <laughs> um, the, also, we find out the only person that actually knew about the scenario is Alex's dad. And that was the conversation they had um, around like, uh, Alex, uh, Alex's graduation party and he overheard Luna and Oscar talking. He was mm. talking about, like, look, you have this dirt on Richards. If you reveal it, that he's like a serial sexual assault kind of predator, that would damage his odds. And Ellen will definitely win re-election. And Luna's like, oh, do you not believe in Ellen? He's like, no, I do. But Richards isn't a good man. We know this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Chapter 15. One, Again. Yeah. I cried even more in this <laughs> chapter. Woohoo! This book was wonderful and I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> and I was hydrated while I did it, so I actually cried so much. Right, so Alex goes to London. They have to have, like, official portraits done um, because they're, like, officially courting now. Um, and it's like, I think they have, like, some really, like, stern ones. And then there's a moment where, like, Henry makes a joke and they kind of, like, l- like reach for each other. And he's like, oh, I know the photographer got a photo of it. But I don't think he will, like, that's not the one they'll use. But actually, it's the one that's shared with, like, all social media. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that, that's us. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, I'll cry again. Um, he's organising, like, a gala slash concert type thing. Um, they go and see her. Um, after the revelations in the email, they come to a reasonable decision. Um, B, I, I forgot the A. So she set up a sobriety foundation um, and Henry set up a foundation for homeless youths. Was it specifically LGBT? I think it was specifically LGBTQ+. Uh-huh. Um, Philip shows up there. I can't remember and I think he's, he's trying to, to make up for being a skis, but I think it's going to take them time. And like, there's a joke of they're like, look, we'll go easy on him. In about six months' time, until then, we're going to still be mean because we are going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We also find um, out that Henry bought Pez's worldwide shelters because there's like about four or five of them. And that means that Henry, who wants to be really hands on with this kind of charity work, will be in New York a lot, which means he'll mm-hmm. get to be closer to Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex took the LSATs over the summer. I think that's law, right? Yeah, law. Um, and he he opened it right he opened the certificate he passed yeah um so there's a real chance of being him being a lawyer and he also he mentions about his mum having networks with people in a school that would be close to where henry would be working as well 
Um, and it would be like, it's not the route that he expected because his plan has always been to become like the youngest senator and he mm -hmm. wants to really be like Raphael Luna. But in this way, he could become a senator still, but yeah. he could do it on his own route. Or if he didn't want to become a senator and change his mind, he could be a really powerful lawyer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and do you then it, She's been yeah. trying to be a writer, like a journalist. It's not been working, but she's got a book deal now. I think it's for like a um, kind of like a biography, right, of their lives. I have no. Um, but it was my thing was that I just like it was June was screaming, and I've read so many books now where I'm like, someone's screaming, death, death happened, and it was whenever something happened, I was like, oh, this is good. I'm not used to this happiness. <laughs> um, it's election day. And they're spending it in Texas. Yes. Um, Henry's flying in for the occasion. Um, Alex makes a short and simple speech. Texas cheers for him. Um, we know at this point that Texas, Texas is too close to call because it's a battle. You better go to Texas. Texas. Um, um, when he gets off stage, Henry is there because we didn't think he was going to make it because there was problems with the planes. But he got there, don't know how. <laughs> Magic. Um, there was like this whole thing with his tie at the beginning of the book about how it was boring, but he's wearing like a statement tie now. It's covered in yellow and roses. Which um, symbolises yeah. the yellow rose of Texas, uh -huh. which it's it's just so much growth for him personally. Because I think the thing is like, he's like, oh, at the beginning of the book, like, oh, if I wear a tie, it means like it's a big statement if it's like a big colourful tie. So I have to stay with like grey and black and navy. And Alex is like, dude, chill the fuck out. Come on. <laughs> mm -hmm. I also don't know who invited. Oh, was it Alex invited Liam, his old friend? Yeah. And his boyfriend. Um, and Liam makes a joke because Alex is nearly knocked over into another very expensive cake. Um, but Liam's boyfriend is there. He's really lovely. And he's like, oh my gosh, Alex, I'm the biggest fan. And I, uh, my mum campaigned for your mum mm -hmm. in our local neighbourhood. And I'm your biggest fan. And Liam's like, dude, chill. This guy <laughs> should off the bus. And Alex is like, don't tell people that. It's a lie. And Liam's like, sure. I saw that all. It just, um, it was like a little moment I just liked. Mm -hmm. um, at some point, um, Ellen turns to June and she's like, you need to write me a speech in case I lose this because we have not mm -hmm. planned for this situation. And June turns to her mum. She's like, no, I refuse. We're winning this. Like, there's no way you're going to lose. Yeah. Um, voting and the election and everything is... Well, that's you. It's reminding you of this year's election. Yes. Yeah. Well, because it was how. So I remember really vividly. It was. So it was like, oh, Biden has to win these four states or Pennsylvania. But for Trump, he had to win all four states and Pennsylvania. Yeah. And that's exactly the way it is with Alex's mum. She has to win a number of states or Pennsylvania. Yeah, mm. whatever. Um, yeah. And then, do you know what happens? I know what happens. Do you know what happens? I know what happens. <laughs> Alex's mum wins the presidency. Yay. Texas turned blue. Yes. Because uh, it literally came down to Texas. They were the decider. Yeah. Um, we also find out Henry bought a brown house in NYC. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, when they go on to, like, celebrate, Alex, like, Henry's just stood by the side of the stage, like, this is your moment. And Alex is like, no, I love you. Come here. So mm -hmm. Alex are on the stage together and like there's hugs and uh like zara and sean are off making out in a corner it's like a big celebration 
yeah that's it the end yeah oh it ends with um alex and henry go back to alex's childhood home oh yeah and it's just the fact that through every single obstacle they made it they won mm-hmm. and i cry again <laughs> i mean i think so, i'm just i'm a heartless bitch because i hardly ever cry i love you though thanks <laughs> you're my emotional support bitch I did um, cry at present city though, so if I cried at that, good luck. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so overall, we both agreed five out of five. I think this is the first book we've both given five out of five to. I think so. Monumental. Mm, I just no, I, I don't just, think it was. I don't think it was. What Mr. else would Fury. Or oh, Mr. Fury, maybe, maybe. Um, but no, I loved it. I thought it was a really great contemporary. And I liked representation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see a lot of people talking about like with diversity, they're like, oh, I don't want to read diverse books because I can't imagine myself in that story. But I'm like, but reading this story, I wasn't reading it to see myself in it. I was reading oh. it because I was invested in the characters and that's exactly. what you do when you read. And I, I was completely invested. I wasn't there trying to imagine myself in their scenario. No. I was there just crying over their love. And being reminded of how beautiful they are. Just sobbing. I'm surprised you ain't got tear stains on the, on the book. I mean, no. No promises. I mean, I'm I surprised have... your copy of Mist and Fury ain't got tears on it for me because you've got, you've got the video of me just crying. Just you like, Sorry, I'm just rereading the bit where Alex is basically screaming about how much he loves Henry, and I'm like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, so we that's it. That's it done. We have done Red, White, and Royal Blue, which means I can now dedicate my soul to Sarah J. Mars's, um House of Earth and Blood. Yes. I need which to reread it. I got really distracted. I don't know if I actually talked at the beginning. When we did the... Um, what are you reading? How's your mental health? I did oh. have my mental health. I didn't do what am I reading? No. Um, I read uh, From Blood and Ash by, I think it's Jennifer Ar- Armentrout, mm-hmm. uh, which I sent my copy to Maddie because I finished it. I was like, you need to read this. She made I a special trip to my house just for me. I dropped, <laughs> I dropped it off and was like, I literally was shouting, read it. <laughs> I need you to read it. Um, and I've got the second one and I'm, it's taking everything in me. This is how Maddie knows I love her is because I, it's, I want to read like, is it what a kingdom of air, air and fire, flesh and fire. I don't know, but I want to read more because I am in love with Hawk Flynn. I would do anything for that man, but I'm putting it on hold for Sarah J Maas. You're not doing it for me. You're doing it for the podcast. Okay. Yes. Also because it means a lot to you. I mean, I wonder, um, do I get my hopes up now and hope for more uh, diversity and representation in this book, or should I just give up now? You should just give up now. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's any diversity in there. I well, don't think there is. Is Danica? I don't know. I think Danica. Oh no, Danica is just a bad bitch, and I love her. I love Danica. Um. We can do a sneak, oh my god, a sneak preview into next week's episode. Um, so far, where am I? I said I'm page 69, I'm on chapter 6, I'm about to start. Um, I like it so far. I'm reading it and just going, fair enough. I don't know what's going on, but fair enough. That was literally, I feel like I messaged you as I was starting the book and being like, I have no idea what's going on. 
literally knew. Um, we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do next week because it's a big book. It's 98 chapters, including the epilogue. I don't know if, if it's even worth us like splitting it. So if, you, if we aim for half the book by Sunday and then do the, an episode talking about the first half of the book. And then we'll figure it out. We might do two episodes. We might do one long episode. I'm excited as well because after this, Shadow and Bone. <laughs> We're gonna be. I'm gonna be so sad though if if Shadow and Bone doesn't live up to the hype. I know. Because like Shadow and Bone and Six of Crows, I've seen so much about. I there is one thing though. Looking forward to the future when we do Six of Crows, I can already tell I'm going to Stan. I think her name's Inej. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's just a line where she's like, it makes me so happy when I see men beg. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, um, I've been spending a lot of time on the like the podcast Twitter recently. Really? Yeah. And no one would have guessed. Um, because somehow we had this situation where I couldn't get on the Twitter and Beth couldn't get on the Instagram. But somehow I figured out how to get onto the Twitter. So now I'm trying to figure out how to get Beth onto the Instagram. <laughs> Mm. Um, but you've just gone into full stand mode like good night to everyone except Talon the tampon literally but also book twitter Mm -hmm. is like a whole other world it's completely separate from book talk it's literally so different and um they're making me want to read cruel prince which i am not holly black it's holly black isn't it Black, yeah. I don't like her writing, but everyone is standing the Darkling and No 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 the Darkling is Shadow and Bone. Shit, what am I thinking of? Um so Cruel Prince is his name's Carden. He's that the one, one with the tail. Mm-hmm. He's the one with the tail. Yeah. Which I don't understand. I'm literally gonna be reading that like I don't understand what's going on, but fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, book Twitter is making me want to read Cruel Prince. Just I, also, I also just want to give a shout out to my dad who's downstairs and has oh probably God, heard yeah. everything. Uh, my dad has basically turned into a Stan account. Mm. Like you can't find him because he is on private, but he has like retweeted everything that we've done. He likes it. He's left us reviews. He gives us five stars. He like has us on um, notifications. So whenever we tweet, he always looks. And it was really funny because I was in the room with him when he liked one of our tweets. And I was, the tweet was like, uh, it's the recommending Akatar as the enemies to lovers for me. And I was like, Dad, do you know what Akatar is? He's like, no. <laughs> like, you know what it means by enemies to lovers? He was like, I can guess it's the story with enemies to lovers. Like, yes, correct. And I was explaining, I was like, Akatar's those books. I read all three of them in three days. And he was like, I still don't understand what it is, but cool, we're going to work with it. And I was like, great, love you. <laughs> I love your dad so much. I feel like all of my tweets as well mean, would mean nothing unless you're in this world. And <laughs> he's just like liking and retweeting <laughs> them all. He is literally like Regina George's mum in like filming like the Christmas show. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what else was I thinking? Uh, it's coming up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, in my family, we have a tradition. Uh, so we have a dog. Her name is Lulu. And we have this tradition every year where the dog gets us presents. So every year on Christmas Eve, we get books and it's a surprise. We don't know what book we're getting. And it's a hundred percent from the dog. Definitely not my dad who wrapped up the gift. Um, but no, so we have books from the dog and my dad was like, stop buying books. But literally like a day later, my sister messaged me and was like, 
hey, book bitch, stop buying books. It's nearly Christmas. I need to buy you something. I don't know what you have. So I have to text her whenever I'm considering buying a book now. I still need to tell her everything I bought because I went on a really bad book binge recently. <laughs> I bought all the books. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. I mean, I get paid next Friday and I feel like I've been doing a lot of overtime as well. I don't need to buy books. I don't need to. I can't afford it. <laughs> but do I want to? Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, I see. I think I might treat myself. I might not buy books because I've been banned. But although the one book I really want to buy at the moment is called The Poppy War. I don't know who it's by, but I've seen it on book Twitter. I've seen it on book talk. I've seen it in a lot of places and I'm interested to read it. It has a cool title. Um, but yeah, but I think I'm going to treat myself instead of books. I'm going to buy Christmas presents, which speaking of, uh, I have your Christmas presents on, uh, in, in my basket on Etsy. And I literally had a reminder saying, if you don't buy this now, it's going to go out of stock. And I was like, yeah, I'll be back in five minutes. And then we started recording the podcast. So I got to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, this is in six people's baskets and there's one item left. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I haven't even started thinking about Christmas presents yet. Oh my God, yet. Let's not talk about it. Um, but I might treat myself to some, some nice clothes. A little treat for myself. There's a company called Pull and Bear, which I love. And I bought this gorgeous wrap shirt. My confidence when I wear it, sky high, skyrocketed. Um, no man can ever hurt my feelings when I wear that outfit. Um, so I might treat myself to a little something. A little treat treat. I'm going to let you go because you have to, you have to leave. Yeah, I was, I got to live my life not that i'm living i'm just working constantly um the cat has decided to say hello she just meowed she joined in the dog has also come you can't really see him it's the puppy absolute angel a million out of ten it's dexter also my dog is on the other side and she knows we're in here so she's sniffing under the door which is her kind of you know that's her kind of contribution uh so real side note Podcast podcast doesn't know this, but I have a hedgehog now. <laughs> yes, hedgehog cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon. And she's not scared of anything. Um, so we have to let her run around each night. Um, she is a rest not she's not rescue, she we've rehomed her, she's been a pet her whole life. We haven't just like taken her out of the garden just to clarify because it's a bit controversial to have hedgehogs. Um but she's not scared of anything and we have to lock the dogs in the hallway whilst we let her run around. Um, and they'll be like sniffing and scratching at the door and she just goes up to it and is just like trying to get to the dogs. And I'm like, hun, you have a death wish. Yeah. They would 100% kill you if they got the chance. Like, <laughs> they are gun dogs. Mm. Anyway. Um, I thank you for tuning in. You've yes. Um, thank you for tuning in um, if you listen to this just for the spoilers but you haven't read the book read it mm. if you have read the book recommend it to all your friends if your friends are like oh we don't want to listen to your recommendation send them the podcast and we'll convince them um, please keep sharing us everywhere uh, we keep growing and it's nice having people joining us for conversations and I, my heart goes all warm and glowy whenever people are like oh I listened to the episode, it made me so happy to do it. Or like we've had people going like, oh, I've been going through a really rough time and actually listening to your podcast has like really 
help me get through. Those are the ones that have like made my heart go, ooh, in that exact sound. Um, so, you know, thank you for listening and give us a chance. Next week, we'll be, we will be talking about, do we call her controversial? Yes, at this point, I feel like we need to. At this point, the controversial author, controversial yet popular, Sarah J Maas, mm-hmm. um, Crescent City. See, the only thing I'm excited for from Sarah J Maas now is Silver Flames, because I want a whole book of Nesta and Cassian, and Nesta being a badass and having an actual healing arc. Mm-hmm. but that's a conversation for february really quick you want to follow us on social media yes. um, instagram and tiktok at off the book underscore the podcast twitter is at off the book underscore pod go follow us go follow us thank you very much apparently if you're on um um apple podcasts go leave us a review give us a like it helps us out it It does to more people we can reach more people who love books just as much as us yes thank you so much keep supporting us peace out guys peace out guys have a great time have a great night